This is Spin Control, a Fibercraft podcast by a joyful girl. Welcome to Spin Control, episode 82, Slow Lights. This, of course, is your host, Shiloh. And in this episode, I have got some knitting, some spinning, zero, 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 zero sewing. I have got a little story for you about slow lights. And I'll tell you a little bit about my Vegas project. But of course, let's get this episode started with some updates. The biggest thing that I have going on in updates is my biggest project. You may ask, what is your biggest project? My biggest project is the craft room. I, ugh, the craft room is, it's insane how much stuff I've got in there. Oh my goodness. The boy is giving me such a hard time about how much stuff I've got crammed in there. Like he'll walk past the door occasionally when I'm stuck in there and he'll say to me, I can't believe this was all crammed into the one corner of that room. Of course, he's not realizing the fact that it really wasn't crammed all into the one corner of the room. I had far more hidden, like tucked away into the formal dining room that we never used, far more tucked into the living room on that one shelf that I had, you know, for my ongoing projects. Um, I happen to have all my fleeces tucked away in the spare bedroom of the old house, which we don't have now. We do have a spare bedroom downstairs, but it doesn't have a closet because it's not like a traditional bedroom, so it doesn't have a closet. And it's all now in one place. And I don't think he's ever, ever in our life seen it all in one place before, which is pretty hilarious, because he's shocked, and I'm shocked. And like when I consolidated it, I was pretty disappointed in myself. I could not believe that I had actually like outgrown, (sighs) I had outgrown like all of my yarn storage. And I actually had like all these little bags Well, I had all these little bags tucked into like an Ikea shopping bag and I had no idea where I was going to put all that yarn and I'm finally figuring that out. I figured out how I'm going to store all my fiber. I figured out how I'm going to store my yarn and I've kind of organized that into, you know, a reasonable amount of space and I still have got to figure out what I'm going to do with my fleeces. Not sure about that yet, but I'm sure I will get there soon. They're now like in these big, gigantic, ugly Rubbermaid bins, which is fine, which is fine. However, they don't like tuck away very easily in the craft room. So I'm really going to have to figure out what I'm going to do about that stuff. And that is my biggest project. I've got some chore sewing that needs to be done. I have got like bookshelves I need to organize. I've got all these projects that I want to start. I just know that I can't in good conscience start any of them without finishing this huge project that's looming over me. I will get it organized and I will try to keep everybody posted on how the progress is going. So that's like the biggest update I have going on in my life these days. Um, Other life events, the teenager, Bird, happened to find herself in the middle of her first vehicle accident this past week, which was pretty traumatic for her. A little traumatic for me, not too bad. But so far, the worst experience, like the worst part of the entire experience has been working with my insurance company. I really love my insurance company. 
I've never had a single problem with them. This is the first time I've had a negative customer service experience with them, and I'm convinced it is the one girl who got assigned as my insurance adjuster. She treated me like a criminal, and I was just asking for help. It was so horrible. I had to ask her questions like, did you actually read my daughter's statement? Because that's not at all what it says. Or, wait, so what you're telling me is the investigation's closed, even though you haven't received the photographs we're submitting? Stupid questions like that that I should have never, ever, ever had to ask. And hopefully, uh, I'll be done dealing with her soon. And I'll be done with this whole entire situation. And, you know, well, you know what? Dealing with the insurance company is totally worth it. In fact that no one was injured. It was a minor, minor ordeal. I don't think my daughter could have avoided it in any way. And, well, most importantly, no one got hurt. That's really all that matters. Two teenagers involved in the same accident, on school grounds, thankfully, very, very slow speeds. It wasn't like anything traumatic. And nobody was hurt. So I guess it could have been far worse. And my car, of course, she was driving my car, is a little bit worse for wear. However, we'll be fine because she's fine. Hmm. I think that may be all I've got going on in updates. So I guess it's time to get this podcast started. In this edition of Spin a Tale, I have a little story for you about slow lights. They are sad little lights that make me a little bit unhappy, but only a little bit unhappy. Let me tell you about this. I believe that this is the only thing that I am even remotely disappointed in about this house. It's something that's totally within my control, but I'm too frugal, you know, environmentally conscious and all that garbage too, to do anything about it at this point. The family that lived here before us chose to use halogen lights throughout the house, which is fine. I have no problems with that. However, all of the lights that are currently in this house are like the original stock issue halogen lights. You know, the ones that have to like warm up before you get the full strength of what the light is going to be. That drives me insane. Oh my goodness. Like, ugh, I can't stand like walking into my bathroom flipping on the light and still feeling like I am going to go to the bathroom in the dark. I hate it. But like I said, it would just be really, it would be a burden of cost to replace all the slow lights in this house at one time. So I guess we will have to wait until, you know, they burn out on their own. But we've been here for almost two months now and it's, it's a big pain. It's so annoying. Oh, I hate waiting for them to heat up. Like, I shouldn't have to wait for lights to heat up. I mean, the cavemen didn't even have to wait for lights to heat up. Fire was instantaneous, and you got brightness. That's just kind of how it was. But I will suffer through, I suppose. And the worst part, of, ugh, even worse than the fact that the lights are slow, is the fact that I know that they are like long life lights and it's going to take forever, forever for them to burn out. Hopefully they installed them a long time ago. So they're going to, they're like ready to burn out any day now, any day now. I like the instant on lights and I cannot wait until I can replace all the light bulbs in the whole house. And that my friends is my little story about the slow lights that are driving me insane.
And now it is on to spinning my wheels. I can't say that I've gotten too terribly much accomplished. However, I can say that I've been working relatively regularly on the projects that I do have going on, which makes me pretty happy, as can be expected. I have been knitting away and taking the socks that I've got on the needles with me just about every place. So that's pretty cool. And I think I'm halfway done with the second foot, which is awesome. I decided to do an afterthought heel, so I'll have to go back afterwards and take care of that. But I figured it would help me with my progress if I did it that way. And that's good to go. In addition, in knitting, I haven't touched the boy's sweater. He'll be fine, I'm sure. And I totally forgot about another project that I have on the needles. I actually have that blanket for my brother that I started a million years ago that I really wanted to get done by Christmas. And then like all that stuff happened. So that's coming along <laughs> but it is nowhere near near done nowhere near at all but i still have it and i need to figure out that's one of my favorite um television watching projects because the repeat is super super simple and easy to memorize it's like a four row repeat and it's really easy and even the patterning is super super simple and that makes me happy so i like to work on that one while i watch television so i need to get back to that and what else that's all i got going on in knitting I did take on some crochet, not take on. So I did restart my ripple blanket, the purple and gray ripple blanket that I did have already like started. And I restarted it because it was way too short, like width wise. So I'm making it about, oh, it's probably twice as wide as it was originally. And I got that done when I was downstairs watching a movie with the boy in the mostly dark, but I got my foundation chain redone or lengthened and then accomplished my first row and started back on the second row. So that's moving at a reasonable pace. And I am pretty pleased with that. And what else? Spinning. All right. So in spindle spinning, in spindle spinning, I have spent the last probably three months, actually the last probably five months, working mostly on samples. Like the samples that come along with the spindles that have made their way into my stash. That is a spin a tail for like a totally another episode. Like a totally, totally different episode. We'll get to that, I promise. But not this time around. I'm not prepared. <laughs> That'll take a little prep time. But what else? I've done a lot of samples. Just spin a single to see, you know, how that new weighted spindle works. See how the new spindle that I've brought in works at whatever weight is that. Oh my gosh, I'm yawning. This sucks. So, you know, just spinning a single to test out, to give the new spindle a little test drive, and then plying it back on itself just to see what weight of two-ply I end up with. And that's what most of my spindle spinning has been. I do have that one project on the Cthulhu, which is that tiny little beast. But at that weight of a spindle, even though the Cthulhu does not hold very much yarn at all, I think if I found a larger spindle at a weight that light, I would be able to spin sock yarn really, really easily by plying on the fly on a Turkish spindle. And I find that fantastic because I had a really hard time spinning sock weight yarn on my wheels. Spinning sock weight on my wheels is one of those processes that like makes my hands hurt. And by the time I'm done with it, I'm filled with disdain. You know, you know the project, that kind of project, right? Yeah, so that's how I feel about spinning sock weight on my wheels. But on the spindle, that's totally what I'm ending up with on the Cthulhu. However, the problem is, is that it's uh, the Cthulhu doesn't hold enough to spin a skein or even half a skein of sock weight yarn. So I'll have to figure something out. But I've been pleased with what I've got going on there. Hmm. What else do I have going on? I've been spinning every day on the dreaded fleece and that too makes me happy. And 
Oh, and a long, long time ago, I told you guys about a horrible swap experience that I had, right? Sad, horrible tale. I never wanted to swap again. I'm over that. I decided to join a fiber swap like challenge where I split a four ounce braid of fiber and sent half of it off to an unexpecting recipient. And then I waited and I got fiber from a mystery sender. And it was pretty exciting and a very, very interesting. Um, it's been interesting so far. So everybody's got their fiber. And now we're going to spin through the month of February in, I think through the month of February, we're going to spin on our spindles and then ply the half of our braid we retained and the half that we received together to see what we come up with. It should be fun. And I guess there's drawings and prizes and all that stuff. And if you manage to knit something with the yarn that you produce, then you're entered into further drawings and all that stuff. So there's like time limits for all those things to take place. But so far, I'm pleased. I sent stuff away and I got stuff back. And that made me very happy. So far, my faith in swaps has been redeemed. So that is pretty awesome. And my friends, that is all I've got going on right now in spinning my wheels. And hopefully I'll have more for you as my big project comes to a close, hopefully sometime in the near future. Alright, now, before I bring this episode to a close, I have got something to share with you. I am all spun up about my new computer. I never actually thought or planned to be saying that anytime soon. And I know I didn't tell you about this in the last episode because I had recorded the last episode. And then, as it turns out, I actually figured out that I needed a new computer. So this is one of those roller coaster of emotions kind of all spun ups. It begins with me finally finding the motivation and the time and the focus to record an episode for you. I get that all done and I'm all excited. And like two days later, I didn't get to upload right away, but two days later, I go to turn on my computer so that I can sync the audio files from my phone onto my computer so that I can edit the podcast and my computer won't turn on. Like not at all, nothing. The little light was blinking to tell me that the power was going into the computer, but it wasn't turning on. And I know it wasn't just the monitor because like none of the drives were spinning or anything. It was dead. This is not the first time this has happened to me with this computer. It's actually the second time. At the last time I let, I literally let it marinate for like six days, went back on a whim, turned it on and everything spun up like nothing had ever happened. So I attempted that again this time with no such luck. Thankfully, the first time this happened, when it came back on, I had backed everything up onto a, you know, a separate storage drive. So I had like all my documents and all my music and all my pictures and all those wonderful things. But this time it wasn't coming back. And I had no intentions of buying myself a new computer. But the boy, he said, well, since your birthday is coming up, I will give you half of the money for any computer you decide to buy. Any computer, he said. Any. A-N-Y. Any. So I took a look at what I had sitting around. I, I, I was in the black a little bit because I had some surplus funds left over from buying the house. I had birthday money from my in-laws and from my mother. And I had some surplus cash from selling iPhones after we upgraded. So I had a nice little chunk of change. So I got myself a MacBook Pro. Yeah, right? I know. Sorry, I don't mean to be so excited about it. But I bought myself a new computer. As it turns out, the Windows machine that I had been working on was eight years old. I can't believe it lasted as long as it did. The MacBook Pro is, I think even if it was the slowest MacBook on the planet, it would still be faster than that was. So now, because I have an iPhone that I record my podcasts on, and I'm working inside a Mac system, I literally can get 
recorded voice notes off my phone in a fraction of a second. Literally, I hit the airdrop button on my phone and I hear the file arrive on the MacBook like instantaneously. It's like button push, da da da. I'm like, oh my gosh, right? Do you know how much that saved me like 10 minutes alone? I used to have to sync my entire iPhone, keep my fingers crossed that the files would actually transfer this time, and, you know, if that didn't work, find a way to break up the, the files so that I could email them to myself and blah, blah, blah. Huh. So, like, that saved me so much time in and of itself. That doesn't even count the speed with which I am now currently able to edit a podcast. So, like, when I go to edit, I, the first thing I do is I lay in all my tracks, and then I go through and I do, like, a little noise removal to get all that little background noise, you know, out, like, the air conditioner kicking on or the sound of the spinning wheel underneath my feet, those kind of things. It pulls all that stuff out of there, and that would take anywhere from, like, a minute to five minutes to process, depending on the size of the audio clip I was working with, you know, like for spinning my wheels like an eight minute segment it would take a really long time it would take like four or five minutes just to process that one thing and i did it for all the clips plus i normalized the sound that would take just as much time for each of those little sound clips but now i'm able to accomplish those same processes in anywhere from like six seconds to 12 seconds depending on how big the clip is it is amazing Like, the Mac seems to function the way computers are supposed to, and, like, the software interfaces are, like, all pretty. There's no Times New Roman used in any of the menus on the Mac, like there were in the software, my editing software, on the PC. It's, like, all pretty and wonderful and fast, and I am so happy. What a wonderful birthday present. That is what I am all spun up about. It really stunk when my computer died, but I am so happy with what I was able to replace it with. Alrighty, it looks like it is time to spin off this episode of Spin Control. Thank you all for joining me again. Can you believe it? It's only been like a couple weeks since I was able to put out the last one. And again, Susan P., you said that I didn't really owe you that much thanks, but every penny counts. Thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. And I still have a couple more episodes under my belt for you, so I will try not to disappoint. And to the rest of you, thank you so much for continuing to subscribe to my podcast, for coming back if you had left, for being happy to hear my voice every time I put out an episode, because I sure am happy to be back to it. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, as always, You can get the details about this episode and all the past episodes at spincontrolpodcast.com. You can email me at ajoyfulgirlknits at gmail.com. Catch me on Ravelry as a Joyful Girl or follow me on Twitter as a Joyful Girl Made. Thanks again, guys. I will talk to you soon. It's been a long time since I saw you. Next time it won't be so long. Let's drink and talk ourselves forgetful. Stay up all night where we belong It'll take one night To make things right Down we go Let's run a million mile an hour Let's see how far we can run Let's throw a guide into the ocean Let's sail away and call this fun It'll take one night 
Down we go. Down we go.